Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to an all-new Sermons in the Park podcast exclusive episode. As always, I am your Reverend Jamie McCaskill. <clears throat> now, a couple episodes back, you might remember I mentioned uh, the uh, prophecy of the destruction of Tyre. So today, we're going to look at that, you know, uh, we're going to look at the prophet, the prophecy of the destruction of Tyre, like I said. We'll also take a simple yet detailed look at uh, Ezekiel chapter 26. Um, if you want to go read the whole thing, I invite you to go ahead and do it. Um, we're not going to be doing that here because we don't do that on the uh, uh, the podcast exclusives. But it's Ezekiel chapter 26 verses 1 to 21. Now, we will also look at some of the... <laughs> um, faulty objections, uh, if you will, that, that skeptics have. Now, as far as the prophecy in Ezekiel 26 goes, um, the difference between a believer and a skeptic, funnily enough, comes down to one simple word. And that word is they. You can find that in verse 12. Can you believe that? It's just something that simple. You know, the the skeptics like to believe that the word they that we see in verse 12 is meant to be speaking about Nebuchadnezzar and, and his men. Um, and we read about them in verses 7 to 11. You see, if that was true, then it would be no contest, right? That, hey, the prophecy was not fulfilled. But you see, believers, you know, like me, we tend to tell you that, well, let me correct myself. We, we tend to tell anyone who asks that the they that you read about there is actually talking about the many nations that you see when you read verse 3, as well as the nations that we see in verse 5. Now, if we are right, then you could easily just argue that the prophecy was indeed fulfilled. You see, with this reading of the word, they, that we see here, we see that Tyre was supposed to be attacked by not one, but a series of nations. Just like how a sea will just batter at the banks over and over again, one after the other, slowly, over time, eroding away at the bank. Now, then we look at the history of Tyre. And we see that it was indeed attacked by a series of nations over time. You see, since Nebuchadnezzar, Tyre was conquered or ruled, if you want to go that route, by people like the Greeks and the Persians and the Romans. And then, of course, we had the Crusaders and, and the Arabs. And the Arabs, they destroyed the city again in 1291. Now, both of us, the believers and the skeptics alike, we tend to agree that what we read in verse 7 to 11 is about Nebuchadnezzar and his men. But when we look at these verses, 
we we never see that word they used. In fact, if you were to read it, you'll see that Ezekiel, he, he goes out of his way to make sure not to use that word. Just read it with me. Let's read it. Ezekiel chapter 26, and we're going to read verses 7 to 11. It says, For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will bring upon Tyrus, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, a king of kings from the north, with horses and with chariots and with horsemen and companies and much people. He shall slay with the sword thy daughters in the field, and he shall make a fort against thee, and cast a mount against thee, and lift up the buckler against thee. And he shall set engines of war against thy walls, and with his axes he shall break down the towers. By reason of the abundance of his horses, their dust shall cover thee. Thy walls shall shake at the noise of the horsemen, and of the wheels, and of the chariots, when he shall enter into thy gates, as men enter a city wherein is made a breach. With the hoofs of his horses shall he tread down all thy streets. He shall slay thy people by the sword, and thy strong garrisons shall go down to the ground. Just look at the wordings here. We see, I will bring upon Tyrus Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Right? It says, he shall slay with the sword thy daughters in the field. It says, he shall make a fort against thee. He shall set an engine of war against thy walls. His axes. He shall break down thy towers. The abundance of his horses. He shall enter into thy gates. The hoofs of his horses. He shall slay thy people. Doesn't this make it clear that Nebuchadnezzar is not the many nations? that we read about in verse 3. I think that he is just the first of these many nations. Right? And the word they, that we see in verse 12, is not some continuation of the theme of Nebuchadnezzar. No, it is a continuation of the many nations theme. The one that Nebuchadnezzar is the start of. The only verses that are specific and unquestionably about Nebuchadnezzar are verses 7 to 11. And not only that, but notice that, on, that we only see the mainland of Tyre mentioned there, not the island itself. So again, this shows us that the destruction of the island, as well as it being looted, is the job of these many nations. The one that we see in verse 3. And, like I said, Tyre was in fact attacked by many nations. It was conquered, it was ruled over. 
Then we have that claim that they make that in verse 17, that verse 17 is an admission from Ezekiel that the prophecy of Tyre failed. They claim that Nebuchadnezzar did not get any loot from Tyre. And what do I tell you? I'm going to say it again. Go look at verses 7 to 11. Because why? Those are the only ones that mention Nebuchadnezzar by name. And they do not say that Nebuchadnezzar will loot and or plunder at all. Just like the island itself, the prophecy of the looting and the plundering was meant to be carried out by these many nations. Just look at these verses. Let's look. Ezekiel chapter 26, verses 19 to 21. Let's read. For thus saith the Lord God, when I shall make thee a desolate city, like the cities that are not inhabited, when I shall bring up the deep upon thee, and get and great waters shall cover thee, when I shall bring thee down with them that descend into the pit, with the people of the old times, and shall set thee the low parts of the earth, in places desolate of old, with them that go down to the pit, that thou be not inhabited, and shall set glory in the land of the living. I will make thee a terror, and thou shalt be no more. Though thou be sought for, yet shalt thou never be found again, saith the Lord. Just look at that again. Do you see what Ezekiel is saying here? He's saying that, there would be a time when the city was desolate, when it would no longer be inhabited. It would be submerged under water. And what did I just tell you when, I, when we did that episode on Paul? This happened. It happened when Alexander tossed the ruins of mainland Tyre. So he, he tossed it into the water. And he built a land bridge. And this helped him cross over to conquer the island of Tyre. It was the conquest by Alexander that brought an end. That brought a permanent end to the Phoenician Empire. It was at that point that the Phoenician city of Tyre no longer existed. And a city cannot be more desolate, more uninhabited, than it no longer exists. Would you agree? Yes, yes, I will tell you that yes, there is a modern day tire. And that modern day tire is in Lebanon. But it is not the same city at all. The Phoenician Tyre, it, it, it was the one that taunted the Jews. You see, they gloated over the destruction of Jerusalem. And that was the city that Ezekiel is speaking of here. The 
the Phoenician Tyre, the city of Tyre that no longer exists. Tell you what, if you get if you can go and look it up, look up the Columbia Encyclopedia Fifth Edition and read what it says. It says the principal ruins of the city today are those of buildings erected by the Crusaders. There are some Greco-Roman remains, but any left by the Phoenicians lie underneath of the present town. But you see, when you look up what... There was a documentary I watched, like I told you, that shows that the, the modern tire is not even built on top of the same spot. It's actually like a few miles away. They literally cast their nets over the top of Tyre today. It's some of the best fishing in the world is at the city of Tyre, the real city of Tyre that's under the water. Just, it's amazing to me. So I want to say uh, thank you once again for joining me here. I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. Um, and tomorrow, uh, in, in the next uh, episode of the, you know, the podcast exclusives, we will be going back into Paul. I just wanted to cover this one while I, uh, while I had it fresh in my mind. So I pray the Lord continues to bless and keep you, and I'll see you all next time. God bless you, and I love each and every one of you. Oh, thank you.